episode oh shit uh 61 a fang and a bang with gangrel and ariel i don't know if you just want to be called ariel levy or ariel or ariel how, how do you pronounce your name i always say it wrong ariel levy ariel levy yeah, <laughs> is that it did i get it right what ariel levy ariel ariel levy levy there we yeah. go but you so, can call me ariel levy i just call you ariel levy yeah ariel it's, it's easier uh, it took me forever to uh get matodi's name down Metodi? Metodi, yeah. Metal. 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 I go, no. And then I go, Metodi. He goes, no, it's not like Metodi. It's Metodi. Metodi. Yeah. Metodi, get off. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Toddy, get off me. <laughs> like, get off. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, good to have you back this week. We missed you last week. Oh, yeah. Um, I, was, I was sick. Yeah. Uh, sick, yeah. I'm fine now. Well, there was other rumors flying around what was really going on. What? Was, well, did you listen to the episode? Did you hear Raymond on there? Oh, you didn't listen to last week's no, episode? No, what happened? No, what happened? I haven't. Raymond said you were afraid to face me after, after your chicaneries. Yeah, the the, the 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 little some controversial stuff that went down on the match. You you called in sick conveniently. Yeah. Because you knew that that was gonna come. Yeah, up. I didn't. I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to face you. I don't want to. I, I didn't want to look at you in your eyes after uh, that. After what I did. After but what? I did what I had to do. It was like I had to wrestle three to people. Keep the belt. I was wrestling three people: the referee, you, and Alan. What's going on with Amy? Sam? What's wrong with Amy? She seemed to be in the way at constant times. I remember her uh, face hitting my ass at one point in that match. <laughs> but uh, what's with we the have matching, yeah. matching t-shirts. Red Count will be happy. They'll yeah. be like, yeah. yeah. Sean, Sean will be like, oh, finally. Meathead Nation. Meathead Nation. I just wore it because it's like, it's like the WrestleMania yeah, like, logo. Yeah, like, like the old school like, WrestleMania. Oh. So I had like a, a BRCW shirt in my hand, and I said, you know what? I'm going to go with the uh, Meathead Nation shirt today. Yeah. I did the same. The same. And here we are. Here we are. What uh, what's, what shows this weekend? We can run over the shows real quick before we move on to any of the uh, current wrestling news. Shows. shows. Well, shows you shows. did, or I did. You did multiple shows. I, I did. I, uh, yeah, I did two shows. I was in Kissimmee mm -hmm. Friday. Uh, great show. Great CCW show. It's our third show in Kissimmee so far. And uh, we're building an audience. But I'm really, really happy about the show that happened Saturday in Homestead. You were part of it, too, because it was a really... We started there running uh, every second Saturday, like, for... This was our, our, I think, our sixth show there on, on the second Saturday of the month. And now we really have an audience there. Yeah. Great reactions. And uh, and I think we, we we can say we built another town. So. What I, what I could say about that show is I wasn't advertised on the show. Yeah, and it came out. It was a good response. But I was thinking, uh, you know, what's going on? But when I went to leave, when I went to leave, I had my bag and the guardrails were still set up, and it reminded me so much of an old uh, like Florida championship or even uh, a small house show of WWF at the time. I couldn't. I was just stuck at the guardrail, just taking pictures with everybody. They were just lined up, and then yeah. they kept coming. And, and, and um, it's a really good feeling. It's flattering, but uh, it's really good to see that um, CCW is in the, in the right direction down yeah. in Homestead, the Miami Brewing down there. So um, the brewing, uh, also Unbranded Brewery and, and yeah. Hialeah. Yeah, and it's well. very cool because we have a lot of people that go 
to the Hialeah shows on the first Saturday of the month, and then they repeat the next show, the next uh, the next weekend in Homestead. So it's the yeah. same people. So they know they are they know our characters, yeah. they know our wrestlers, they know our you know. So we, there may have been great. some, but I saw a lot of new faces. That I oh no no no! Of yeah, course, I there saw are. lots of new faces, There's... lots of new faces. So um, and um, they weren't all families. There was one girl came up and said. She almost made me cry because she said that I changed her whole childhood. That it was okay to be freakish and weird and stuff like that. And I go, <laughs> That's oh, cool. I go, yes, it is. This yeah, is okay cool. just to be you, be yourself, you know. And only, you know. And remember, you can change your stars anytime you want. You just gotta put a little, put a, have a little, little bit of heart, believe, faith, and just keep pushing there. And uh, but it was cool. No, very flattering, very humble, humbling show for me. Um, uh, many sense of work. Noah King usually he. Uh, I'll get off the side topic. He'll shit the bed when I wrestle him, but he, he did well. You know, it was good. Uh, Nico there, so it was good. Yeah, yeah. He's coming in. So it was a fun show. Very good show. Very fun crowd. Um, good for CCW. Glad the Kissimmee show went well. Um, Sunday was... Was there another show Sunday or was somebody else? No, I, I had a day off. I had a, I had a great date Sunday. But, you had a date? Well, that's oh, another oh, date. Oh, oh, oh. What kind of date? <laughs> no, I went out with a girl from... Uh, I hope. Hinge. From what? Hinge. You don't know what hinge? Oh, you pointed at your crotch and said hinge. So no, I, because because well, I have my cell phone here. And, oh. And this is where you use it. Hinge is another dating app. Oh, you're on this dating app. So, okay. Of course. What? What? Where? Man, it's tough to be single. Well, no. You're you're a lucky married man, family man now. Not tough to be single because you I can would... take your 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 wife to concerts and all that fancy stuff. But me being a single man, I have to be on these dating apps. All right, so you weren't here last week, and when I so you were like MIA everywhere. I did the podcast, and I went down to Doctor Silva's office. Yes, minding my own business, blah blah blah. And then this lady calls me in, and she says, "Oh, can you please speak to Ariel, please?" I go, "Why?" She goes, "I need him to go out with my friend." Who? Did the did the Doctor Silva's office? I don't know the hairdresser lady, the lady that does the. I don't know. I don't her. know the lady that works on the skin there. She's some kind of doctor there. Okay, Brazilian. Well, she, maybe I don't know. Yeah, well, she, well, I, I, her, I could say Spanish, but I don't know what. Give her my number. Did you? Yeah, did I you think they her? said they had your number. You just hadn't called them. No, I, mean, I don't have their number. And she said, she said, my friend is even prettier than me. And I was thinking, wow, she's really pretty. So her friend must be really, really pretty. Oh, I. And it, it, I didn't get the memo. Probably they told Nelio, and and you know how he is. They did tell Nelio. He forgets everything. They did tell Nelio, but. It was Dennis. Dennis was in play on that, too. Daniel, Daniel. Daniel, oh, Daniel Rose. Oh, I'm sorry. I Daniel Rose. Daniel yeah, Rose yeah. was in play. So, well, so I don't think you really need a dating app. I think you'll I mean, be all right. I'm doing all right with dating apps, too. Yeah, but that's because you want that. That's because you want these hit and runs and, and, and no commitment. That's, that's you. Maybe. That doesn't want a commitment. Maybe, so maybe. Don't say how lucky and blessed. But I am lucky and blessed in the married world. You are. That I found somebody that I could spend my life with and... And uh, be okay with, even if they're mad at me half the time. I'm not mad at me. I'm just joking. We're actually just trying to plan a cruise. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, you yeah, told me. Yeah, I was thinking about cruise in uh, November. Why? Because I come off that busy month in October. So I think November is a good time. Right on Thanksgiving. <laughs> cruise. My sister might Yeah, October must be easy for a vampire. Super busy. Super busy. I don't even know how much you're going to be at the school. So I'm going to have to line up Chamberlain and uh, uh, some people and Trevor to... To give these classes, and I gotta go over my schedule. Actually, I'll do that tonight when I get to the school. I'll be one of the things I'm doing. And where are you this weekend? I am in Syracuse, New York for Excite Pro Wrestling. Uh, Syracuse is way up there in New York. And then uh, from there, I gotta hightail it over to uh, Charleston, South Carolina, Sunday. Uh, show there, and then I'll jump on a morning flight to Charlotte, back to Fort Lauderdale, and get off the plane, 
go to the gym and head to the class. Teach so class. You have a training so, facility. Yeah. Oh. It's called the Gym Gym Wrestling. Sounds fun. But, uh, all right, so that's what we did. We covered that and we bored everybody. But it was really exciting shows, and I was really happy for the Homestead thing. And yeah. I wasn't on it originally, but I'm really glad I did it. Uh, it was a fun show. It was the first fun show I had there. I was battling injuries coming back. I was testing myself coming back. Coming. But I was. Uh, I don't know how my match was. I don't know how it looked. But it felt good to me in there. So it was, Oh, it was, it was great to show. have Kevin Sullivan there, too. Oh, yes, it was great. Kevin Sullivan was in there. Uh, booking the matches, doing a little bit of commentary too, I think. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I, had a, so, I had a face off with him, like a back and forth with the devil. Yeah, with the devil. Ooh, with the devil. There you go. You gotta be careful. Yeah, he, but, uh, he's I'm forgotten a, I'm more. A, I'm a little he's, devilish too. He's forgotten so. more than the years I'm alive. I, I don't know. He, he he's tremendously smart. And, yeah, he's still got it all. And he's, he's awesome. He's a credible talent and a great asset to CCW Coastal Championship Wrestling. So. All right, so we're going to move on. What's going on in the news? Uh, Raymond said, I don't know, I got this memo. What's going on in, in the wrestling business? What, what, wrestling. I mean, same that was happening last week, like uh, CM Punk and all that drama, all right, backstage so, drama. So is everybody still talking about that? Yes. Yes. Because now they got suspended after the, the brawl they had. CM Punk got, got stripped of, the, of his uh, belt. But apparently... Apparently he got injured in the match. I mean, not apparently he got injured in the match, so he was gonna be uh, gone anyway, vacating the, the yeah because he he tore a, a tricep, so and that's gonna that's gonna take like eight right. months. Of so recovery. what was Tony Khan's final thing? He suspended everything. He suspended him, they stripped him of titles. The Young Bucks and and Omega were the tr the first trios champions, and they got stripped of those. Now uh, they had a match. Uh, between the uh, Death Triangle, it's called. Yeah. Uh, which is Penta, Ceromiero, Phoenix, and uh, Pac versus uh, Orange Cassidy and... Uh, for the belt? The best friends. Oh. Yes. For the belt. And, of course, the Death Triangle, thank God, oh. won. <laughs> yes. And and now now they are the champions. They are the trio's champions. <sighs> and uh, and uh, they are doing a tournament for the World Heavyweight Championship. So, but they're sus they sus suspended everyone, and they also suspended Christopher Daniels. Christopher Daniels got suspended. Apparently, he was he was backstage. He was he was involved yeah. in some way. Uh, a Steel. A Steel. He bit Kenny Omega. Yes. Uh, another producer. I don't remember his name. Uh, Ginger one. Uh, Pat Buck. Yes. Pat Buck, and I think that was it. Yeah, and he was he was Punk. Okay, so Young Bucks, Kenny so, Omega. And, and Gosh, I, I didn't hear anything about. Probably, them. probably they were like uh, responsible for them because they were like the their agents. I don't, know. I don't, I don't know why why Christopher Daniels and Pat Buck were involved in that suspension too. Wow, uh, well, but that's a fallout. They all got suspended. They all got suspended. Chris Daniels and Pat Buck. Huh? So that, wow. Uh, don't even know what they did or where they were in the room, right? No, no. Be Nobody really knows the truth. They hired um, an outside. Uh, Investigate. Investigate, yeah. To to know what <laughs> happened. And uh the, the Young Bucks and Kenny um, of course CM Punk is injured so he, he couldn't work the shows right. anyway. But the CM see, uh, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega got pulled off like ev any promotional material for the shows shows coming up. Right. They have a huge <clears throat> show uh next week, the twenty first, in the Arthur Ash Stadium in in New York. <sighs> But, all right, so this is this is all a bit confusing uh, to me. Uh, 
what was what was my response last week? Uh, what was my thoughts yeah, on it, Raymond? Basically, um, I just said they should all be fined. Yeah. So basically, yeah. we cover what happened before we found out what happened. Basically, basically, yeah, the question or your response will basically be, like, do you agree with how Tony Khan, Tony Khan handled it? No, 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 no. I'm just learning yeah. how he handled it. But I had to guess before, how, but I didn't yeah. know all the details of all this and this and that when I said it before. But I don't think my opinion. Um, on how I would handle it or how I think should handle it changes a whole lot. What I do think is the young buck should be stripped as uh, executive, whatever they are. The, uh, oh, the vice presidency. Yeah, because they, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think they should have been stripped of the titles. No, um, no, I don't think so. Find yes, loss of their position in the company. Yes. Um, for legal reasons and many other reasons, <laughs> you know, you can't have executive like president. You can't, it can't have office personnel. That'd be like, Dan going and beating up Chris Farrell, right? right. You know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, because you know, you can't, you shouldn't have wrestlers running things, anyways. Period. It's never yeah. a good comment. Like too many egos and too many stuff. Um, and then CM Punk was just suspended, and, yes. and and you don't know if he's fired or quitting or anything. They don't know because they're waiting for this investigation. All right, so everything's up for an investigation. All right, so um, I, I still stand behind. Like I would have probably I. You suspend people, but they were hardly ever on TV, anyways. He, yeah, he, they were, they'd be on one week, miss a couple. But it was the Young Bucks, and uh, yeah, know, well, they, they're the like CM Punk. But, but they're all like apparently CM stars. Punk was hurt. His tricep was hurt in the match, and then he might have furthered the injury in in, in this after the scrum or the brawl or whatever they had. He supposedly threw the first punch, right? So maybe, but they came in to his locker room. Yes. So maybe this is where the executives. The, uh, not the executives because they they were the executive but the, the producers Chris Daniels and Pat Buck maybe this is where it fell in to play on them to not preventing that uh, maybe they thought it was a good idea I don't know I wasn't there or, or whatever maybe they allowed them oh, to get into a locker room and that guy it. got suspended too the the guy that, that you gave the impaler oh, oh Brandon Cutler yeah he got suspended too okay he well, was there too what about the dog the dog? No, the Larry? dog. No, no, yeah. the dog, the no, dog. The dog got away with it. The dog, the, the dog <laughs> and, is and innocent. Asa Steele's wife. That was innocent. Too. Innocent. Okay. Yeah. Probably terrified and traumatized. Uh, yeah. I, I think I still stand. I think they should be stripped of any executive, vice president positioning and stuff like that, just for legal reasons, especially while it's going on. Um, I don't know about stripping the titles because you, if I'm, I get a little confused. Like, all right, so CM Punk was gonna have to drop that. Or whatever, because he was hurt. Yeah. He was an interim, and he came back. That's all very confusing. But what I had done it with both titles too, the 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 trios that they just crowned them. Um, I probably wouldn't, in a sense that I care about the wrestling fans, and not just the smart, mark wrestling fan, like that follow them that yeah, this, this click group. The thing but there's just people watching wrestling. They'll be like, they're gonna turn it on and go, oh. They're not champion anymore. I thought yeah, that's the thing. It's gonna be very confusing. Same thing with yeah. What I think is punk. that is yes, we we are we are in in this. We you, we work in this podcast, so we got to know, so we get informed, and we know what happened. But storyline wise, Tony Khan just went out and said, "I'm stripping these guys from the. Uh, uh, we we're gonna crown new trios <laughs> trios champions, and we're gonna crown a new world champion." He didn't. He didn't even came with a kayfabe explanation of so, why this. Uh, so it's that, let me that's kind of weird. Like my daughter Anna is 
10 years old or 15, 10 years old. Right. And I'm sitting there watching AEW with her. Mm-hmm. Daddy, um, why are they not the champ? I thought they just won the Why? <laughs> How do you explain that as you're, you're, oh, well, you know, baby, they, they, they were bad. They got in a backstage fight because they weren't happy with how right. they like. But, you know, the only thing they get, they get, this was, I believe, a shoot. They got out of hand. And I think Tony Khan knew what CM Punk was going to do. He just didn't know to what degree or level he was going to say it. It's probably the shit he's heard all the time in the back. And, and, and CM Punk saw a chance to unload and get shit off his chest about the the whole Coke Cabana thing and, and the yeah. people judging him in the media. Did, was he professional about it? No. He saw a shot that they were all in one room, so he took it. Uh, you know, he's just the alpha dude. And don't you think that the most damaged person after all this is uh, Tony Khan? Because he looked like like he has no uh, 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 like like real authority with with his employees because he's he's no. their boss, but he's there like acting like like CM Punk is there bearing his EVPs. Well, and 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 he's like not saying anything, like not cutting the the interview, not doing anything. And then when when this when the the shit hits the fan, he's he's not taking he's not taking it because like when the Montreal Scrooge happened, like '97, the mon the Monday Night Raw right after, like Vince comes out with his black eye, you know, and he gives this interview and he addresses it, right? And he tells what happened to Jr. Whatever his, of course, his side of the story. He he's putting himself over, bearing Bret Hart. Of course, Bret Hart went to WCW, but he takes some kind of a and 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 it ended up being like a good business move, you know. But now Tony Khan is like he's not addressing it to the to the casual fans mm -hmm. on Dynamite, and not even saying anything like like just like hiring a second party company to make this investigation so it's like he's he's like he's just washing his head i, I don't know it looks he looks maybe, like a little neuter maybe, maybe he's definitely the richest man in the room i know he is maybe he's the smartest man in the room too oh, he's like all this chaos it blows up he'll ride it out he's got money to ride it out he's got money to bring in different talent maybe he's smart enough that he's gonna clean house and get rid of all his mistakes right here in one bundle like wipe it all out and reboot and it'll come out as a baby face <laughs> like, like but don't you think it's better like if okay I, I, did, I the thing is that okay cm punk got hurt but what i would have done it was like if cm let's say cm punk is healthy i would have worked i would have ended up working a match between Kenny and, and, and CM Punk or whatever, or, or the Young Bucks and, and maybe FTR who are like CM Punk's like bodies, you know, I don't know. But but like 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 turning into something, into money, into an angle. What I would have done was not had press conferences with people while they had Oh, heat. yeah, no, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, no, I'd, have, I'd have kept them in the back and, and, and brought other people out like Jericho and other people that are more uh, company controlled. They're on mm -hmm. the same page. And, and talked about things, and they could have maybe addressed or not addressed rumors or something. Yeah, of what's going on there, or, or or even had somebody leak a little bit of whatever they want to leak through through a controlled office uh, sense, you know, through through control. Um, I think he's just caught off guard, but but if he's a smart guy, he'll get through it. He's he's just a, a kid that was played wrestling games and book fantasy booked and did this and this and that. But when you're doing that, you're not dealing with these grown ass men's personalities and attitudes and now now 
you have like mega alpha dudes and this and this and that. You know, could he have done? He could have done things probably ten different ways. I don't know. Like he could have did it the way you want. He could have come out and addressed it and said, you know, I'm not going to stand for this. This is this was an embarrassment for uh, the things. But maybe legally he doesn't want to say that while they're investigated because they're vice they're the vice president yeah. of the company. The whole company could get sued. Maybe maybe his dad's money's going to get taken. You know, maybe they'll be like. Maybe maybe CM Punk or, or maybe uh, one person that caught a random chair. Maybe Larry the dog will be like, hey, I want a billion dollars from emotional <laughs> damages for what, what just happened in there by your executives, your office personnel, and your talent, you know, coming after your talent. So uh, did CM Punk provoke it? But, you know, these, this, this stuff happened in locker rooms all the time. Yeah, I was going to ask older you day, it, it happened. People would fight. They'd get over it. And they'd move on. They'd be sorry. Or, they go into another room. Hey, I need to talk to you. You know, unfortunately, there's some situations with like Bruiser Brody where they go in a shower and and yes. foul play happens. You know, very tragic stuff. But nine times out of ten, it was just you know maybe they came to a couple blows and it went on your way. You're you're over it. You're over it. Or, or you just went in and said, Yeah, you're right, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You made peace, but like you got young guys that haven't had a lot of experience. In office positions, it's a different culture where everybody's super sensitive to everything. It's it's not just professional wrestling; it's, hmm. it's the whole world. Like with the body shaming and and, and this and that, uh, everything you you know from A to Z. You know, um, surprise McDonald's and, and Burger King are still open. They haven't shut them down for making America fat. You know, what I mean? <laughs> like I mean, like, they're the biggest corporates. They give you a value meal. Like, give you a value meal with all that bad shit on it. Where you go to other place to try to eat healthy and it's like double and triple the price. You're like, oh, I'll just go through this drive through get the value meal. But wherever I was going with that, there's just a, uh, it's just a different culture, a different question. society now. And uh, everything, everybody walks gingerly and addresses things uh, more cautiously. It's like Tony Khan. Uh, I don't know because I don't. I, I don't know who's advising him. I'm sure he's got Jericho in his ear, but Jericho's probably going, God, these fucking people need to grow but, up, you I know? Mean, like, yeah, but Jer- you know? Jericho has a, a stories, too, about, like, he, he him wrestling, I mean, fighting uh, Goldberg backstage. Well, did. These are... Trying to but, fight... But, uh, yeah, but these are things that, like, well, they're not executive producers. They're yeah. Not office person. That's the that's thing. The but, problem. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. That, but, these aren't representing your company. They're representing your company as a talent. But like these are grown ass men like going at it now. Now you, they're going back and forth talking about and, and CM Punk know this. Oh, he shares an e- email like, or bank account with his mom. Who what man does that? But I mean, I guess he's just he was boiled up to a point. Should he did all that? No, that wasn't professional. Well, maybe he just figured everybody's in this room at one time. Let me just kill all these things and all that. And he's assuming it's coming from the young bucks. Well, whatever their beefs are, you know, or Hangman Page, and, mm. and it's back and forth. It's just. Uh, this is what this is what happens when you don't bring in. I don't understand uh, the Tully Blanchards and Arn Andersons, who or Jr. Jim Ross. Why would you not give them more uh, disciplinary action and to run things more of a tighter ship? Not 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 restrict their talent creations and their ideas, but but just how they carry themselves as professionals mm-hmm. in the locker room and. and you know, uh, ultimately, so you think they need an, ultimately, an adult in the room. <laughs> ultimately, at the end of the day, Vince McMahon, you had to answer to Vince. Yes. You know what I mean? It was there, so it was, a, it was a level, a food chain. You know, a better lack of words of command, level of command, and you know, it went there to trickle back down, and um, you know, 
and they would trust you to a degree. Like when we were there, they'd say, this is what we need in the end of it. And you know, if you didn't get there and you weren't talented enough to get to the story they wanted, your, your head would be chopped. But like I was blessed enough, like the Attitude Era, everybody had been wrestling 15, 20 years, some even longer, and some were in the territories and so much wisdom and experience. And they understood the business, you know. I'm not sure everybody understands the business now. They look at it differently. Yeah, and you, and you had the Pat Patterson's backstage and the, yeah. the Briscoe People that were respected yeah. and some people that would still like... You, you give it. You give, you give one of the Briscoes some shit. Like you, you would give Jack Briscoe any crap. I don't know if he was an agent. Jerry was, but but I imagine he'd stretch the hell out of you. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know? but, but you got to have somebody neutral that everybody respects. You know, you need a, um, you need somebody to come in that they, they either maybe have worked or been around, but but so they're still uh, a little hip to the hop. But they're still like understand this current current uh, phase of wrestling or where it's at, but also. That they know, like, I'm not gonna mess around with this guy. This guy says, "Hey, if he's listened and listened and listened, and said, bottom line is this is what we need, and this is how you're gonna have to do it. Like, you know, we'll give you creative control to get to there, but this is what we need at the end of the night. It's got to be somebody they respect. Like, you leave it to them to do it to themselves. <laughs> they're always gonna argue if they're in charge of their own shit, and you know. And then I love Chris Daniels. He's well respected, but they, he, he he's probably. Go, if he was to go to the Young Bucks and try to tell them, maybe <laughs> he'd be like, whatever, man. You know, I tried. You know, and I'm sure that's a lot of the problems with the producers. They've probably gone in there with good intent and in there, like talking to a wall. You know, you hear stories. But I'm not there, so I don't know that. I've never personally had a problem with the Young Bucks, Kurt Daniels, Padbug, no, anybody. They're all good. Um, uh, uh, CM Punk, got along great with him. I mean, he honestly one time carried my bag in when he was first coming they were super nice guys so super humble but like i mean he's just an alpha male and there he, he sees his brand if he sees his brand was getting shitted on or watered down you know and he's just trying to protect it you know maybe you know maybe he's dressing things maybe in his mind he's creating uh more stir and more buzz for the title reign you know coming up and then uh, unfortunately, then the tricep thing happened, and then the fight thing. So all this is this shit built up to be a shoot. It'll end up if they're smart, they can spin it all into work, come out on the back end, and that. If worst comes to worst, give Tony Khan a reason the clean house, drop yeah. some of the wrestlers out of charge, bring some more people in, uh, a little bit older that are not so uh, uh, invested in wanting to be in the ring in front of the camera, but but to run a tighter ship and, and a, uh, a you know. A, just more productive um, backstage area and production for a show. So, I don't know. So, I still, I don't think I would have definitely suspended them or, or relieved them out of their executive duties. I would have probably fined them. I don't think I would have pulled the trio's titles off them. They just got it. Um, unless, that, I mean, but I don't know what happened so far backstage. It's going to be, what, there's going to be lawsuits or, or people suing each other yeah. or arrest being made. Um, yeah, it's, like, <laughs> it's pro wrestling now. So arrests being made in the locker room. So one of the other fallouts of this uh, melee, you see what this crack is that um, after their suspension, now the Young Bucks contacted the WWE. They have, or they were rumored to, or they before have, the suspension. No, what it's it's rumored that they they contacted the last week. They contacted the WWE last week. And like they contact someone like. Uh, you like, hearing this from Raymond, or you heard it too? On no, 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 no. I, I heard. I mean, no, it, I don't know. It's on the on what Raymond said, but I also heard the rumor, and that um, 
it might have been like the Young Bucks contacting one of the of the WWE talents who are like close with them mm -hmm. to to ask them for for like like Triple H's uh, contact or mm -hmm. whatever. And uh, that'd be a tough fit over there, I think. Yeah, uh, that, that's what I after after you know eating flaming yon and 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 having it your way, you know, like. To go over there, that's very but Cody system he, controlled. Yeah, Cody but, was doing good until he got injured, but he was doing good. Cody, and he was Cody is a grown ass man that came up through the WWE system. Yeah. you know what I mean. It, it but he was come, an EVP too. He didn't come up through. Yeah, but he also left right away for something. Yeah. So like, you yeah. think he knew something was? I think he seen everything <laughs> going on. I don't think anybody was listening to his ideas anymore. He was probably the only one that had ideas that made sense. And, 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 <laughs> and no, I'm being honest because yeah. he's a grown ass man. Not that they're not grown ass men, but he's he's a man with experience. Like in in the show, in a big show, his dad as a, he grew up in wrestling. His brother is a wrestler. Like, like to advise him and talk to him. Goldust. I don't know where Goldust is there and all this. I, I, you would think that he's one of the guys that I would say, hey, because he's, he's clean and sober. He looks great. His head's on great. I'd be like, hey, you're in charge of all this like live event shit. You're boom. Bring the boom down on these people. Get them lined up. But because they're executive vice presidents, it's hard to do that. So if now, I would, if they strip them of that and just break them back down to employees, they need to get in there. I'm not going to say crack a whip because that could be misinterpreted wrong. But they need to get in there and they need to clean it up and, and, and tighten up that. Uh, Can I fantasy book? Can you? You could do anything you want. So <laughs> let's say. Just don't ask me the fantasy book. So. <laughs> Cody's out, but he's going to be back eventually, like right. in a couple months, right? You bring the Young Bucks. The Bullet Club has always been a ripoff of the NWO, right? The WWE owns the NWO branding and rights. So it wouldn't be cool <laughs> to have Cody, like, he has a title shot versus Roman Reigns, and he's there, boom, boom, boom. The Usos, of course, are getting involved helping Roman, but suddenly the Young Bucks appear and help mm -hmm. <laughs> help Cody to get mm -hmm. rid of and then of the and then they are the new NWO. Yeah, no, no, then suddenly two more Kishi sons comes out. Yeah, oh yeah, they're, they're, yeah, 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 and, and he balances out the Bucks. Then Gallows and Anderson come back. Right, <laughs> but you have your fantasy book. Boom, boom, boom. Now you have two big major factions. It's a gang war. I would. I mean, well, we don't want to say gang, but factions. Okay, faction I'm, so, I'm sorry. <laughs> but that would be, I, I, I would like to, to, to see that. Like, uh, like it's like the new endeavor. Like, people have always been, and it makes sense because it's like these outsiders who try to destroy the WWE from their own uh, uh, trench, you know, from, from, the, uh, eight, from the outside, but now they're coming in to take over from the inside. Right, speaking of... Uh, Booking and talent. Maybe it's just being a market. Well, no, no, no. It's, <laughs> it, it, anything's possible in professional wrestling. Where does FTR fall in all this? Where are they at? Are they still like... They are what still, happened to them? What's going on? They I, are, I haven't seen AEW in the They last are years. still the ROH uh, tag team champions and the AAA tag team champions AAA and the IWGP tag team champions. But now... But not the AEW. But, but the new... Trip, the, the trios, trios is, is uh, Penta, Phoenix, and Pac. Okay. No. Who's also Pac? Is also the. Um, so Malachi Black, the House of Black is gone. Not the House of Black. Well, but, Malachi was uh, the House but of Black. But yeah, the, the leader he, is he was, gone. It was all based around him. He did WWE vignettes. Allegedly, their debut there. Yes. And then now, 
he's the old ass again. Maybe back to WWE. Who knows? Um, yeah, he's out. Then when's Bray Wyatt gonna pop back up and all this mix? WWE. Braun right? Strowman is back in the WWE. Right, just that quick. There we control your narrative right out the window, right? What is the deal with that? I mean, What's control your narrative. Like, control your narrative is like an invading. Talking about the NWO. He's, it's like an invading uh, brand in the NWA now with EC3. Okay, so they, so that happened already. Was going on before. But I think, but I think control your narrative because they had like um, they had Braun. EC3 and the other big name was uh, Killer Cross. Who's now that? Killer Cross is back on the WWE. He's feuding with uh, the major feud in SmackDown, him versus uh, Drew, Drew because yeah. because Roman is not working for a couple months, and um, and yeah, so so basically it's just EC3 now in the in the controller narrative. So controller narrative. And, and the NWA tapings are what once a month or once every two months. Yeah, they have they a, a lot. I know they have a pay per view coming in November mm -hmm. because I spoke to Kerry, <laughs> Kerry Morton last, last when we were when mm -hmm. we were in Boca. So yeah, they they they, they had they had tapings like two weeks ago, mm -hmm. and yeah, they have pay per views like every okay. three so, months. So what about MLW? They're still working on a, a TV deal. I was just speaking with them, and uh, they're still they're looking to book dates. They were trying to get me in October, but I'm over in Ireland and I'm in Belfast and Dublin on the dates they were trying to book me. But um, oh no, can you bring, to, can you bring me some Guinness? <laughs> bring you some Guinness? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I probably can. I think you can. I'm sure you can get it. <laughs> I think you can check it. Probably bust all over the bag. But, but uh, you like Guinness? Huh? Now just bring that. me a soccer jersey. Oh. <laughs> I have a couple. I have a couple from uh, the Irish football clubs, uh, rugby jerseys, kits. Oh yeah, rugby. I love rugby kits. Yeah, um, yeah. So you know, all right. So here we are, September thirteenth, fourteenth, whatever it is, and thirteen. The only thing that's stayed positive and steady, despite their ups and downs, is WWE. Yeah, like, like it's it's a steady. And they had Steady. a great, they had a great, I mean, it was overshadowed by everything that happened. I mean, even MJF coming back to the, to AEW was overshadowed by, by all this CM Punk box yeah. stuff. Yeah. But they had a very successful uh, show overseas in, in Clash of the Castle in Wales. And, uh, and, 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 uh, and they're doing good, very good numbers in, with Raw and mm -hmm. SmackDown. And uh, yeah, but all this stuff like got a, did you watch Raw this week? I watched Raw yesterday. Uh, I watched some of it. What do you think of uh, Dominic Mysterio? Uh, with the I don't know. I mean, I uh, like the the kind of like corrupted child. So <laughs> so I was three weeks ago, and I was like, ugh. I think I said it on here. I go, um, uh, Judgment Day is just not the same without Edge. Mm -hmm. You were trying to talk and tongue talk and whatever. But now it's like they've even changed it up a little bit more. They're not trying to do these long and dead things, but they're just out recruiting kind of. So it made yeah. it okay. And I like the fact that Dominic yeah, Mysterio's no, no. in the there. The turn was great. I like everything except the fact I'm a really weird dude. Like if you look, everything color coordinates. Um, all his gear was black and purple, black yeah. and purple. It did have a tiny little white, but he had a white wrestling boots under his kick pads. I was like, 
Uh, you can put black boots on or purple boots. Or like, like, it, it stood out. They were standing there over uh, Edge. After they, let, they left the Edge laying on Raw this week. And they were standing over him, and all I could look at was his wrestling boots and shoes. It was like, I was like, oh, yeah. why couldn't he have black or purple and, shoes on? And I like the white trim, at least the white trim. I like this dynamic they're establishing with uh, Rhea. That, that she's the one like telling him what to say, what to do, like because you think I would, she's doing that with a few I would do, there? I would do whatever she. Does. You think she's manipulating all those guys there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like the in ring and out of ring. What do you think? <laughs> like, I, don't I mean, know. I would. Do, I don't know. I do whatever she asks me to. There's so many rumors in the world. Um, <laughs> uh, but but yeah, yeah. you do whatever she. Yeah, asks I would you do whatever. Like, apparently, that's what Dominic's doing too. Yes, but I, I like how they built it up. Or, Edge, you know, Edge did the promo with Ray, you know, it's better me than you against your son, you know, uh, so, blah, blah, blah. Then you get to a point in the match where he's, he's been dirty, you know, Edge gets him tied in the ropes and he's punishing one, two, or he's got him at his mercy, he's got him tied uh -huh. up. Breaks, the rep breaks, he comes back again, gives him another like fives with the five counts. Breaks again, and he's setting up for the spear, and, and, and Rey Mysterio pops in there and saves him. And you're like, whoa, what's going to go on? Now you're wondering for a second, is Rey going to turn heel on edge over his son, protect his son? But then Judgment Day hits, and then they, they, they come in, boom, 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 end up, they get rid of Rey, they bump him viciously over uh, the commentator's desk or whatever on top of somebody. And then they, they proceed to damage and... Uh, possibly break Edge's leg or knee uh, and then stand over him and with Dominic there with his height he fits in there because it's Priest's height and his height I'm like I like matching things you know like so Dominic's height kind of matches yes. Priest and puts Finn Balor lower in the middle so it kind of balances things out and Rhea Ripley I like how she stayed off to the side on that and was more of a so uh, where I was thinking like ah Judgment Day now I'm going oh Judgment Day now they're going back into the yeah. fav favor side of my uh, you know of my feelings so like, do you I'm like, do you think because i mean maybe it's too early maybe they'll have that like do you think they're building for ray versus dominic in wrestlemania next year and maybe that that'll be like the last know. ray mysterious match i don't know I, because it's california yeah, it's I, his home he owns home state oh, i don't know they're booking sometimes it might go on for a while and then looks like gray's gonna be totally destroyed or, or, or uh, what do you want to uh, what do you call it when you're offering uh, uh, sacrifice. sacrifice like yes. like, like ah, and then maybe Dominic comes out and saves his dad again or something I, I don't know or maybe the mom's gonna come in again I don't know there's so many ways they can go with that and then you get edging and and then I can't help but notice that Beth Phoenix is getting in the best shape of her life now I don't know if she's doing a movie or what she's doing, but but she's got like abs and she's looking jacked. So I'm wondering if she's gonna pop back into the picture here Maybe. too or something. So it could be she has a match. Oh yeah. Oh really? Oh does she? Okay, there you go. I, you I didn't see that in my mouth. I didn't. I didn't see it either. Well, you didn't find it was necessary. Huh? Oh. I didn't hear that anywhere though. Did you? Oh yeah, that's what she wore. Uh, you know, when she came out did the tag with them. Yeah, very cool then. So That's yeah, cool. who knows there? There you go. So, but uh, I, I think they'll play off that family torment, father, you know, father son, much like in the old uh, uh the King days in the old eighteen hundreds and stuff. <laughs> and the, the you know usually it's the the king that's. Uh, either the king is good like Ray and the, the son the prince is evil looking yeah. to take the crown over or vice versa the the the, the but the, the hero the, must kill his father to 
to to heavy is the crown. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. It comes with a lot of cost. So um, it'll be fun. I think it's, it's, it's like it's, a, I think it's on a good course and it's in a good direction. And I'm curious and yeah. looking forward to see where it goes. So and I like Dominic. I do. I like it there. I, I was giving up on Judgment Day, but uh, I like I liked what I viewed yesterday. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's very cool. excited for it. It's so. a it's a cool storyline. Cool. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. So, Speaking about evil factions. Evil factions. <laughs> <laughs> the Brutes participation in WrestleMania 15's Hell in a Cell. That's Philly, Philadelphia. Right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, of course, the Brute came down from the top of the arena on cables and helped the Undertaker to hang the big bossman. Correct. My personal opinion is one of the most underwhelming matches <laughs> because it was Hell in a Cell, big. The Undertaker, big boss man, but the match wasn't. Was mm. I couldn't tell you. I was standing in the rap. Was that good? Watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody so was like ants up there. How long were you up there? Uh, since the beginning of the show. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, 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 we're up there. Yeah, up there all night, basically, till till that match. Okay. Just standing on standby and gone up. Yeah. We we came we came in. I think it was a Friday evening or, or Saturday morning. It was a. It was a Saturday. They go, hey, you have a rehearsal in the morning. And I don't know if it was Sunday morning. Or you didn't know morning. what you were doing. No, no. They told us to be at the building and uh, show up at the building. And then they had a, a stunt guy there with harnesses. You know, he goes, oh, this is what you're gonna do. <laughs> we go, what? <laughs> like all three of us are like, what? Did the, did the Owen Hart uh, yeah. accident happen already? No, it happened the next month. Oh, okay. The very next month. They okay, changed so, the, so it, that they, wasn't in your... They changed those harnesses, yeah. Okay. It was in my head after that, but yeah, for I, sure. I, I, because, I uh, but, like, I, I remember all three of us looking at each other like, the fuck, are, what the flip are they talking about, you know? Like, you know, right. like, and they said, yeah, you're going to come down from the ceiling and land on the cage, and you're going to rip the cage up, and then you're going to throw a rope down to the Undertaker, you're going to hang the big boss man, the cage is going to come up, you guys go back up. Anyway, <laughs> How did you think about it? I was terrified of heights is what I first thought. Like I was like, I'm no flipping way am I doing this. <laughs> I would be too. And uh, so they go up there. We did one dry rehearsal. One, that's it. They, we go up there. And, and I can remember them telling them, get off the edge. Get We're all just like fingers locked on the beams, not wanting to let go. We're in harnesses. But, you know, they let it go. So the harness comes down. And uh, you got to kind of aim for the cage. It, it it's a little offset past the cage, so you kind of got to stick a leg out to catch the cage and, and pull yourself in when you're going down. So uh, that could be overwhelming and all. We get down there, but then all I can think about is uh, Cactus Jack. Uh -huh. He went through the cage. I mean, it was gimmicked for him to go through a cage, but not that part of the cage. So I was thinking this cage, you know, you could fall any, any time through this cage, you know. So it, it just seems so high. So we, we come down and we go through the rehearsal, and then um, that's it, one time. One time we're like, "Fuck, are we gonna do?" You know, so that's one thing. But then now, now you show up and it's showtime, and you're going up there. There's people and cameras and everything. So we, um, uh, I remember taking a while because I, I don't know if it was Christian. One of them didn't want to let go. But we were like, ah, and I know I definitely didn't want to go down. But but we went, all went down, and I, it was scary. And I almost missed the cage. If you look at it, one foot comes off, and I dragged myself back in. And we're up there, and it, it just felt like. I don't know, every step on that cage just felt like you were going to fall through the cage. Right. So, so we get to the part where we're ripping it up, ripping it up. So you had to unhook your harnesses when you first land on it. So your harnesses are just hanging. You had to clip them. And then you, you go over there, you rip the cage up, and you uh, and you, you drop the rope down and everything. And then you come back and you hook 
your your harnesses back up. Mm-hmm. And you're asking, I mean, Edge Christian are probably responsible, but I'm not that responsible of a guy. <laughs> Look at my own harnesses back up. I'm like, I don't trust myself. I'm like, oh, uh, you oh, know, God. like I'm thinking, like I I'm surely messed this up. I'm gonna die, you know, <laughs> like terrified, just terrified. So we start going up, and, and uh, I see Christian. I'm looking, and Christian's about. He's the first one up, probably because he was like the lightest. I, I don't know. I don't know why he was able to get up so quick, but he was, his hands were like almost to the beam. He was like, I could see him like the beam. And then I get up between the soundboard and, and, and the, the uh, you know, like the, uh, the the trons of the games, you know, yeah. where, where you can see the games and the teams uh-huh. and the stats. And then there's the sound system, the, the, all the speakers. So I'm right there and I look down and Edge is still uh, uh, halfway up. And then it, everything just stops. Gank. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I just stopped. Christian stopped. Like, there it was like slow motion stop. And then I look and I go, oh, man, if this sound system comes on, I'm just going to be blasted into the billboard. <laughs> so I'm like, just terrified. I look down and Edge is just hanging down there like this. And he ends up in all the photos because he was like in, in Photoshop. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So I'm in between the, the speakers and the, the, the Tron or whatever that thing is. And, Christian's way up there, and we're just like, crap. And like, hold on, hold on. And you hear him screaming down there, it's okay, it's going to be okay. I'm thinking, it's not going to be okay. Please don't let him come on and start talking on this, this thing right. or play some music. Because it was already loud in the arena. I can only imagine what it would be like. Like like, 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 like right next that to close. it. Yeah. yeah, and like nowhere to go because the the scoreboard or whatever and the Tron is right here. So I'm just like, <laughs> like no. Oh. But uh, eventually they got a breaker blue or something, a sur- uh, fuse. Or something and they boom got up got up and got up but um i didn't really uh that was just terrifying yeah. <laughs> we were just so glad it was over with right. but i never went back to watch that match uh I, i've seen clips of us coming down but it was just nothing i, I wanted to re-experience to be honest i mean i put posted a picture not too long the other day coming yeah. down because it was just it was cool it's cool yeah. now but back then i was just i was did you get did you get a good bonus for that you know i think they tested our uh no, I did not. <laughs> uh, uh, no, uh, people like Luna and different people, you know, they would all talk and they would tell you, oh, you get so much for just uh, being in the backstage at WrestleMania. Right. right. And or, uh, if you do one little vignette or something, it's guaranteed this much, this much. But like ours was not even that. It was like, oh. I don't even think we got one originally. And then, uh, then later, sucks. maybe Edge or somebody said something and talked about it. And then we got one, but it wasn't even what, like, Luna and them would got then they showed up backstage. It was just kind of weird. I think they were just testing them to see what they can get away with us or, mm. or seeing where our heads were, our attitude. And I'm never one to rock a boat, but I can tell you I got more more of a bonus when they accidentally hung me than they did when they stuck me in from a ceiling. But um, I think that it all just they all just wanted it to kind of go away. Mm-hmm. They, that was a very... Uh, graphic visual of the big boss man hanging you know yeah yeah did I think you get they any, took it out of advertising i think did, they, yeah, yeah did you get any backlash for that because now it now hanging uh, somebody is like i think they got backlash we never did i never heard personally or hey you hung yeah, that's horrible angle or, nobody's ever said that to me personally but i heard that marketing wise and stuff there was right. a lot of backlash and they had to like they didn't even advertise that match and i probably don't even advertise it on the network i don't think i don't even know uh, just because of the graphic nature, uh, and and, and uh, yeah, the thing about the match is that, yeah, it has a weird ending, but it also like the match is very underwhelming, uh, because 
you expect like carnage when when you hear uh, well, killing it, a cell. The, the, like, it's you probably know? take in consideration the boss man's wearing his whole big harness right, underneath yeah. the whole time. So to work in that was probably right. a bit of a restriction too, to to not accidentally uh, knock something loose or break that. So that was probably like yeah, an awkward thing. And then um, yeah, I think that I I think that whole match was geared to that for that hanging, which didn't go over very well. Probably went over as good as uh, who was it? Kane sleeping with a corpse. Who was it? They slept with the yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. KDV. It probably ranked up there, kind of in that status, but um. But then he then but no then, because that was bad taste. Like but this, then, uh, this. but I know that like it, it edged my and myself and I'm, I'm not can't speak for Christian, but I know Edge and myself. Um, it hit us hard when when Owen oh, that that next pay per view that next month mm. that it, it did the yeah, harness yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, quick yeah. release and he, and he passed away. Uh, we were just thinking like, oh god, you know, we didn't belong up there. <laughs> we're not even stuntmen, and yeah, no. Owen didn't belong up there, and and you know those are just. Shoulda, couldas, and wouldas, uh, but it was too damn late, you know. So, yeah, so it's tragic, and so I, that's why I probably don't go back and view it that much or look into it or anything like that. So, cause it just brings back that really that sad, horrible feeling of the, of the day we lost Owen. Hell, I don't even like mentioning Kansas City. I don't even mm. like to go there, you know. Um, I, I try to avoid bookings on indie shows and stuff now. Like, where's it at? I don't want to go. It's just, it's just something that's gonna sit with me the rest of my life. And a lot of deaths, all the deaths do, but that one in particular. So let's play some fact or fiction. Oh my goodness. Okay. Okay. Number one. I don't even know what's real or not real. I've been working so many angles my whole life. I I don't even know what's fact or fiction anymore. No, but this is about (laughs) like your smoking mirrors. Life. The movie The Lost Boys inspired you for for your vampire gimmick. Fact or fiction. That's a fact. True. Cool. Very true. I was sitting, um, I was sitting with Luna, and, and I've told this story on here probably a hundred times, but I'll tell it again to any new listeners we got. So I don't. So, uh, so <laughs> we're sitting, uh, we're sitting around doing a thing called a baloney blowout, and that's what the older wrestlers used to go. They didn't make a lot of money in the territories, but they would all get all these like salamis and cheeses and all this kind of like cheaper food but like mm-hmm. crackers and, and all that and they would get in a room and they would call it a bologna blowout make sandwiches eat talk, oh, nice. drink wine and stuff so we would do that on Sundays if we weren't working or something so I'm in a bologna blowout and uh, she used to be uh, she used to date and she was a couple with uh, an old wrestler called uh, Dirty Dick Slater Tricky Dicky uh, Mr. Unpredictable Dick Slater and uh, he had watched the movie The Lost Boys and turned her on to it and uh she was telling me, you really got to watch this movie. You got to watch this movie, The Lost Boys. And uh, I said, okay. I said, sure, whatever. Some red wine, some cheese, crackers, whatever. Lost Boys are on. A- a- great movie. I loved it. At yeah. the end of the movie, I go, it'd be cool to be wrestling vampire. Wrestle as a vampire. I was, I was saying it, yes, because I thought, yeah, it'd be cool. But at the same time, she goes, yeah, you should. I go, oh, no, no, no. You can never do that. You know, because... This was like uh, 88, 89. This is 89 at the time. You know, you know like, you're like, oh, you, you don't want to mess with the traditional wrestling. That's why I cut a lot of people slack in wrestling because I'm one of those guys that, like, mess with traditional. So, like a vampire, you know what I mean? Yeah. So how can I knock a Young Bucks or the Super Kicks or somebody for a character when I, I did a vampire character? So all the old guys are probably thinking the same shit about me as all these old older dudes are talking about these younger guys now. Right. So, but uh, she goes, you should. You should do it. You should do it. I go, no, no, no. And then uh, 
I said I can't do it, blow it off. And then, uh, long story short, I'll try to keep it short. I was uh, I was uh, back from a Japan tour. I had a falling out with my partner, uh, so I wasn't going back from all Japan. And didn't have anything really planned. Wasn't sure where to go. I was doing the Blackheart characters, uh, and when we had a falling out, I wasn't sure what direction I wanted to go or what I was going to do or get another partner. He had picked up another partner, Dave Johnson, and uh, they were going to go back for another tour. And that's the one. And I got to correct this all the time, and I know it sounds petty, but that is not me. People keep tagging me and Tom getting his head beat with that chair by Stan Hansen. It's not, that's not me. That was Tom and Dave Johnson. Poor Dave Johnson got knocked out like three times by Spivey, and, and Hansen just killed oh, him. Oh, I felt bad for him. Um, but it wasn't me. Uh, not that I haven't been beat on or anything like that. It's happened, but, but that wasn't me getting murdered that time. But uh, So I was in between. I didn't go on that tour trying to figure out. A guy came up to me and said, you look like a wrestler. And of course, it's like, yeah, I'm a wrestler. <laughs> you know, I bowed my chest up. But he was, he was a booker for Puerto Rico. His name was Barabas. And he asked me what character I had. And I'm thinking Puerto Rico. I thought monster. So the first thing I said was vampire. You know, oh, you're a vampire. You got any pictures? No, I didn't have any pictures. You know, <laughs> like, uh, he's, uh, uh, but, but uh, I said, I can get you some pictures. Yeah. So he, I, over that night, I, I had went home and I had to figure out a whole vampire thing. So I got Lee press on nails. You know, the girls, the, yeah, yeah, the nails yeah. they could just press on. And I'd find the ones that fit my tooth right there, <laughs> and then I, I would cut it and super glue it on. I'd, I'd paint it the color of my tooth, clip it, and super glue each one on. Ah, like that. I had a mohawk, so I'd stand the hair up straight, and then I paint the eyebrows on the black right. eyebrows. And I took my old black heart thing, cut it in half, and made it more like a shawl instead of like a, instead of a long droody thing. I made it like a half one, so it looked more like a cloak. A cloak. Right. So there, and I put on trunks. Cause I wore longs and a, and, and a, like a top and everything with the black hair. So I just put on trunks and, and tried to look different, painted my nails black. Well, I took some pictures, got them developed in like the, the 24 yeah. hour thing, you know, overnight. And I showed up the next day with like eight by tens. He's like, oh, this is great, you know. And he he, uh, he had me, he had me. Uh, I was going to fill the the things out, the the height and the weight. He says you got to fill the back of it out, you know. So. Uh, I was gonna put six two, and he's like, "No, six three, six four. You're like, I'm like, "Okay." He goes, "Trust me, trust me," you know. And then I, I did that, and then the weight, I was two twenty, and he's like, "No, two sixty, whatever it was." He gave me some other long gimmick, and I'm like, "What?" He says, "Ah, it's okay, it's okay." So I'm thinking, you know, I had already called and somebody, I had called Luna and said, "Do you know this Parabas?" She goes, "Yeah, he's down. Yeah, he's legit." I'm like, "Okay," you know, because she helped me with the pictures. I had called her that day that I met him, but then, but. Now he's getting me to do all this. I'm getting worried. Like, uh, but I'm thinking, ah, she says he's legit. So he takes all this information, and maybe two weeks later, I'm not even sure. I get a phone call. Hey, uh, this is uh, the Puerto Rico office. I don't know if it was Hugo or it was Savio that called me. I okay. can't remember. Um, but it was one of them. They had just opened opposition and going to run their first show um, against uh, Carlos from after the Brody stuff. So. Um, so I go, I go down there, and, and I and I they had me work Jose Luis Rivera Jr. You know that he was one of the conquistadors. Jose Luis Rivera Jr. He, okay. He'd always say, I always thought he was saying, uh, "Fuck you, go to the beach," but he's always say, "Fuck you, beach," <laughs> like, <laughs> like beach, beach. You know, he had a very thick yeah. accent. You know, and uh, but I worked him, and it was because I was a vampire. Um, I went in there, and uh, the match was just so much blood. If I'd have known about blood, what I know now, I would have been like, ah, I checked myself into a hospital after that match. But um, I just kept beating on him. He just kept 
gay. I gaffed him everywhere. Gaffed him everywhere. And I had his blood in my mouth. I was spinning out. And the fans were like, oh, El Monstro. You know, like, they're yeah, like, yeah. yeah, they were like, this guy. And and I, I won the match because he couldn't continue the blood, right? Yeah. They, they stopped it. But then they reversed the decision because I kept beating on him after still going, ah, ah, and then they give me a decision. So Cheeky Star was my manager, senior Cheeky Star. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I'm I just giving you this night till I get to this point with the picture and the vampire thing. So so like that night is done. This is my first night in Puerto Rico. We go to leave um, the venue, the La Concha, and uh, uh, Cheeky opens the back door. To, I was riding with him to get to the car. The fanatics ah, throwing stuff. They were crazy, like you know. So he says, "Watch these rats run, like whatever." Yeah. He reached in his ankle and he he cracked the door open and fired off a few shots. Pow, 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 pow. Oh, and people god. scattered. He goes, "We go now, right?" So I'm like, "Oh my god!" My first day in Puerto Rico. There's all this blood. This guy. Uh, the people are trying to attack you. He shoots a gun. My manager. I'm like, "What is going on here?" So like, I was supposed to go home on Monday. This was a Saturday night, and then Sunday they say, "Hey." They want you to come to the office and they want to talk to you. I'm like, oh, you know, on my mind, I'm thinking, Bruiser Brody, I don't know, this guy had a gun. Right. Like, these people are crazy. <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. I, I you know. So I, I go in there and it's Savio Vega. And he's got the picture. <laughs> he's looking at the picture. He's leaning back in the chair, looking at me, judging me, looking me up and down. So. Turns a bit over, he goes, so 6'4"? <laughs> like, like, and uh, I didn't know what to say because I had the mohawk. I said, oh, I counted the mohawk, the, the hair right. up. And he looked, and he goes, what, you have AIDS or something, motherfucker? Like, uh, it's because it says 640 or whatever I put. Because I was like 220 or 215. And I go, no, I've been dieting for this show. And he, just, he started laughing. And he just says, you want a job, you goonie goo goo motherfucker? And I say, yes. And he goes, you start tomorrow. And like, oh. So I got hired, right? So so that's what that, that picture, that's the, the vampire thing. It came from the Lost Boys, the movie. And then that's how it evolved into becoming that. So I worked there. And I was called Lestat, the vampire, which for some reason in Puerto Rico, they couldn't say, can you say Lestat? Lestat? See, you say Lestat good. That they would say Lester. <laughs> like, Lester, the vampire. I go, it's Lestat. They go, Lester. Like, but I don't know if they're ribbing me or if they just couldn't say Lestat. So uh, eventually, a few months of that, Frenchie Martin came in. Uh, Pierre Mattel, Frenchie Martin, you, you know, Dino Bravo's old mm -hmm. manager. And, and he says, I, that name is, uh, he said some derogatory things about the name. And he goes, you're a warrior. You're a vampire warrior. You are a vampiro guerrero. <laughs> so that's how the vampire warrior came. And then eventually it evolved to Gangra. Vampiro guerrero. Vampiro guerrero. <laughs> okay. Factor Fiction 2. The brute faction was inspired by the white wolf game Vampire the Masquerade. False. False. Okay. Right. I don't know what that is. The brood. The brood fiction was inspired by the Lost Boys is a group. Right. They're a group of vampires. And the Freebirds. Because I, I was a big fan of the trios. Of course. Thing. And like, that's why I don't, I don't I think they should have stripped them of the trios and confused them. <laughs> I would have been very upset as a fan. Like, well, how are they not champions now? But whatever. Um, yeah, no. No. Uh, the Gangrel name came out of that. Right, but but the brood, no, absolutely not. Uh, the brood was purely Lost Boys and uh, the the Freebirds, because there's a huge Freebirds fans. Michael Hayes, Buddy, so Buddy Robinson, always like Bam Bam, Terry Gordy, loved them, loved it. And uh, and the bloodbath came from Blade, 
So it's not that wasn't in the question, but that scene in um, uh, the, the opening kill scene, like when mm-hmm. they're all in the, in the meat house, blah, 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 and there's a DJ spinning, and then the, the lights come on, the sprinklers bust, blood comes out, and the banner says bloodbath. Ah. So that's where the whole, we thought like, oh, we'll just psychologically, you know, cover people in blood, kind of like Carrie, you know, uh-huh. in, in the room. But like from that scene, though, and we took the bloodbath. So that came out of Blade, though. That's so false <laughs> fiction so last one um, Christian wasn't the original plan member of the root no they were talking about two different people uh, so it's, that's a fact that's a, it's a fact yeah that's a fact it, uh, they were talking about uh, Christopher Daniels who we just mentioned earlier uh-huh. who got the producer who got suspended for whatever reason and then um, also Chris Jericho's mate Dr. Luther Oh really? Canada, yeah. They were they were talking to me about those two, blah blah blah, and then Edge uh, got the Christian thing, and you know because they're childhood friends or whatever, and uh, maybe that made more sense for the story. Is that whatever yeah, story they, they told that they, 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 they never brothers. told? They never told the story. I'm still not figured out the brood story yet. That'll be one of those mysteries. Right. Know, what was the story? What were were we from the same village? Uh, keep, keep the mystique. Uh, were we upset over? Uh, what were we fighting over? A woman? Did did I leave home and not take him with me? Or, or did he get a job first and I didn't get one? How did? What was this brood? What was this whole vampire backstory? I, I don't know. Then I show up with his brother. Like, so what was going on there? I was like touching his brother. I, I don't <laughs> really know. What is the story? There was no brood story. That's one of the biggest mysteries ever. Uh, I think in the and and uh, and what baffles people too is they think that brood run was. Like, some people think that lasted, like, years. You know, the brute thing. They'll think, oh, oh it was, like, two years, or it was, like... It was, it was like, a year, right? Eight months. Eight months. Eight months. Eight months. So, what are we on time? Should we get down to Pandora's box? Yes. All right, so what's in the box? Oh, Pandora's box. Pandora's box. Uh-oh. Mix it up. Sir Box-a-Lot. <laughs> Sir, Sir Mix-a-Lot. Sir Mix-a-Lot. Uh, probably the same damn questions that Raymond just had another thing okay can you read his handwriting because a lot yeah, of no, people no, sat no, there no, no. what was La- Luna and Andre the Giant's relationship like what was the relationship like uh, I believe he was like a godfather to her um, her father the butcher butcher Vachon is the mm-hmm. first person to bring Andre over from France to to um, Grand Prix wrestling in Montreal, so okay. uh, so he lived in her house and stuff like that. So she spent a lot of uh, childhood time for him. I know that Andre took her for I don't know which birthday it was, like her eleventh or some early in age birthday. He took her to Disney and stuff like that. So he was a godfather. So uh, I don't think it was very. When I was with her, uh, the eighteen, nineteen years I was with her. Andre wasn't around, you know, then I think he had passed maybe too, but, but like, there wasn't a whole lot of talk about him. She just said he was just a very sweet guy. And her biggest memories of taking her to Disney World and stuff like that for her birthday and stuff. But it was a that's godfather. Cool. It was considered a godfather. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's about all I know about that. Let's do another one. Oh, this one's long. How important is consistency in wrestling when it comes to building a star? Is it important for them to be featured every week? Uh, consistency in building a star. Now that's the, the biggest differences between WWE and AEW. Um, WWE, 
they they'll vignette it, they story package. I mean, for one, you you can miss WWE for a month. Yeah. Turn the pay per view on, watch it two hours before that pay per view, the the pre shows, and their 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 vignette, their, you know, their video packages and everything will educate you. You'll know exactly who that guy is, even if you didn't watch the show. So as you're watching the show. You'll still know who that guy is because they can story tell. I think consistency is very important because in AEW, like I can't even keep track. And I, yeah. and I, and then I understand wrestling. I mean, I'm, maybe I don't understand all the current wrestling as well as I should, but uh, I get lost. Like 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 that's why I keep going back yeah, to like I'd be so lost that they pulled those trio. I'd be like, what? Yeah, or um, or uh, one week there's Buddy Murphy, you know. Like, I don't know, like, and then they're not on TV for two weeks or three weeks. Or, I mean, they try it. They've been better about it. AEW's been better about it. Like, yeah, what, what tell- happens to me with AEW is that sometimes they like they, they assume a lot of people know. Like, when when they when they debut guys from the Indies or mm-hmm. guys from New Japan, and they assume everyone will know. Like, and right, it's like and that's what people claim that they're marketing to a certain group yes. of people and not. Uh, like, that's why a lot of people believe. WWE will always be the king because they're they're marketing to the whole world and exactly. everybody to to understand and understand their product and they build superstars like I and I've said this and I mean no disrespect in either way to any company but um, if you work Ariel for you if you work three months in WWE mm-hmm. and you work three months in AEW on TV the people are gonna remember you from WWE yeah. you're gonna be a superstar they build superstars and I'm not saying that they're not building stars and stuff like that but WWE is just a factory machine of making you a superstar. You go there, you're you're a superstar. You're on water water guns. You're in frisbee commercial. You're you're, like, you're, <laughs> right, right, right. you're in all kinds of commercials for everything. Just from that three months, you'll work for for another ten years. You yeah. know what I mean? Where AEW, these guys, they come and they come off after they're there for three years. People don't know them and. They come out off asking for a lot of money well, from the indies, and next thing you know, they're 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 you you hear them working for less than what you work, you well, know, for, and you're like, for, oh, that's a shame. For a lot of people, um, WWE is the generic term just, for pro wrestling. Yeah, you know? so, so, so consistency, oh, yes, for star power, consistency. Mm-hmm. Star, you want star consistency to build a superstar is consistency. You have to, you have to invest in that, and that's why I tell everybody wrestlers that they need to invest in themselves. Like you hear it at the school. Invest in your gear, invest in your training. Uh, drive a few extra hours to get proper training. You got to invest in yourself before uh, multi-million dollar companies like WWE or AD invest in you mm-hmm. to, to make you a star. You know, you got to show that you're going to invest in yourself and that you can be worth that investment. Okay. Last Pandora's box question. Last question. What was Jim Ross's main role in the WWE slash F at the time you were working there, um, apart it, from being the color commentator, right? Yeah, I think he was talent relations when I was mm-hmm. there. Yeah, because like, I remember when I missed a flight, I had to call him. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I only missed one flight. <laughs> I was up. Uh, I got to the airport like three hours early, but to be fair, I'd been up all night, maybe a couple of nights on my night home, like fighting or drinking or partying or whatever it was. I was home, but I was at the airport early. I, I took a taxi. And I remember going to the, uh, the 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 ticket that gate where I was at. Right. And I asked the lady, "Are you working the gate?" And she goes, "Yeah, I'm working the gate and everything." I said, "Okay, I'm gonna sit right here. I mean, I'm like, here's the counter. I'm sitting like right here in the chair, and you know, the plane would load right there. So um, I have the ticket in my hand, and and, and and you know, I went to sleep. Like the ticket just right here, 
I was so tired, I just went to sleep. I wake up, and then I don't see anybody oh. in the gate area, and I'm like, oh. So I have a panic, and I look over, and I see the plane. I go, oh, the lights are on, and I see the, 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 the thing, the, the bridge pulling away. I'm like, oh. And there was the same lady right there at the gate. I go, hey, what? She goes, you know, you were sleeping so good, and we were overbooked. I just figured I'd let you sleep. I was like, I was no. like, no, I'm going to Bakersfield. You know, I heard it. it's for a TV taping. Um, and I was in Tampa. So you would have to fly to uh, Tampa to LA, LA to Bakersfield. Or, or, but, but I had to, it just, it just, there wasn't many flights like that to get to yeah, right. there in time. And uh, I had to deal with JR. And he, and, and I go, um, I called him and I said, you, you know, I said, I missed my flight. So he goes, yeah, well, you know, he started cutting. And I go, I, I don't have any excuse. I, just, I, I, didn't, I wasn't even going to try to tell him that I was at the airport. <laughs> it sounds like such bullshit. So I just said, I just said, uh, no, I missed it. I'm sorry. I, it was my mistake. I totally missed it. I, I, there was nothing I could say. I, I could have told him the real story, but it would sound like such BS. Like I was just making shit up. And, he goes this, well, don't let it happen again, you know. And that was it. I showed up at the end of TV. I pulled in and felt like a heel. But no, nobody said anything more to me about that. But I'm sure it didn't help. Yeah. But that was the only flight I've ever missed in my life on my own. That's it. I mean, I've had cancellations. This and that. Mm -hmm. But that is the only flight I ever missed. And and after that happened, that's why I'm two hours and three hours. I'm still to the airport early, but I don't sleep. And now I set alarms and alarms <laughs> if I do, you know. Um, but yeah, JR, I used talent relations. He did a lot of hiring and firing and, and uh Handle problems and, and suspensions or, or testing, you know, and stuff like that. You know, talent relations. But he was he was uh he was fair. He was fair. He was just an office guy doing his office things, you know. But cool. That was it. So, well, if that's it, then yeah, oh, yeah we're good there. All right, so we made it to uh, episode sixty one. Yes, we're in the same. Uh, we're in the same, uh, same T-shirt, uh, Meathead Nation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Redcon. I got to get up to Redcon and uh, go see Sean up there. I got to go raid the uh, supplement house. I need some protein. Oh, I went I well, last I, week. I, I just ran out of protein. I didn't have enough time. Uh, yeah. maybe Shout I'll, out to Redcon. Yes, awesome. Yes. Yeah. Go get some ice with throw. But um, uh, that's it, everybody. Thank you. Want some? Get, get some. some. Bad enough? Take some. Take some. <laughs> that's episode 61 of Fang and Mango Gang Grow and Ariel Levy. Thank you. See Peace. you guys. Want some? Get some. Bad enough. Take some.